Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Finish Well Radio. Today is episode 113, and we are talking about seven ways to save big on homeschool curriculum. All of us homeschool moms and dads, we want to save money on curriculum, but we also want to give the best to our children. The truth is, you can do both, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So, here we go. The first thing that I've learned about saving money on homeschool curriculum is to plan ahead as far as I can plan. For example, I know that if my child is in first grade, next year he's going to need second grade curriculum. The year after that, he's going to need third grade math curriculum. I'm talking math here. Then he's going to need fourth and then fifth and then sixth and on and on. And so I know that if I have a curriculum that I really like, that I'll probably keep using it year after year. If I don't have a curriculum that I like, I don't want to necessarily get it in the years ahead because I may end up going with something different. What I do when I think about curriculum is I have a little planning notebook and I plan about one to three years ahead of what curriculum I'm interested in using. And sometimes I'll think, oh, I'm going to use this in two years. And I don't use it in two years, but I ended up using it in three or four years. So this method has really, really helped me. In my notebook, I'll just make a page of a curriculum that I really want, especially for more expensive curriculums, because I've ended up getting some curriculums like Write the Novel Way by Konos and the One Year Novel Adventure. Those were pretty pricey for me or Rosetta Stone. So those are things that I have actually planned to get years before I got them. And I was, you know, knowing, okay, I want this Spanish curriculum, but I need to keep my eye out and I need to watch for sales. And we'll get into that more. But the first thing is to plan ahead. And again, it doesn't mean you're locked into the curriculum, but it does help you keep an eye out so that when you're shopping and you see a bargain and it's on sale, sometimes we think, oh, that's a bargain. I have to get it. But if you know over the next several years, that's not even in your plans. Your plans are in a different direction. Then it can help you not make a mistake. But on the other hand, if you think, yeah, I really like that curriculum. I've been thinking about it for a year or so. I'm going to look into it. I'm going to get it. This is a great price. So I love, I love the little, the little notebooks and planning ahead. And you can do this, of course, on your phone. You know, they have notebooks on the phone now, but I had a little tiny notebook that I keep in my purse. And say I'm just talking to someone and they say, yeah, I really like excellence in writing. This is what I like about it. So I just jot a note on the excellence in writing page. Then I talk to someone else and they say, well, my son is just so bored by it. Then I write that down. And then I think, you know, I have all this information that kind of helps me make a decision because I don't always remember what people have told me, but if I, but it's not really hard to jot down little notes. So I know that sounds like, (laughs) 
it's, you think, oh my goodness, I'm not administrative. Well, I'm not super administrative either, but my little curriculum wish list notebook has really been a blessing as far as knowing what I'm looking for. And then also, if I'm at a homeschool curriculum fair and then I can see the curriculum and touch it and look over it, then, of course, I can, again, I'll write stuff down in my little curriculum notebook like, oh, I really like this. It's so bright and cheerful. Or maybe I'll like really want a curriculum, but then when I see it in person, I feel kind of disappointed. Oh, well, I thought there would be more meat to this, and it seems kind of superficial. So anyway, We'll talk more about all this, but the first thing is to be willing to plan ahead. You can save the most money if you're willing to plan ahead, especially by a couple of years, and wait. Because the secret to saving money is to delay gratification. I think I did a radio show on that, but to just wait until the perfect timing to buy something. A lot of times we just want to rush out and get it now. But if we're willing to wait and we're willing to look carefully, then we can a lot of times end up with, with getting something at a good price. So the first thing was to plan ahead and just jot down notes somehow if if some of you are still young enough that you have really good memories, my memories started to go with my first pregnancy, so I had to start writing things down. But some of you can just kind of keep all that going in your head, but some of you might be more like me. You want to write it down. So the next, so that's step one is um, plan ahead, or that's one way. And then the second thing that you can do to save big on homeschool curriculum is to explore the curriculum that you like. I talked about keeping a notebook. The reason I say explore it, and by explore it, if I look at it, if I'm able to get a sample and use a sample of it with my kids, if I know other homeschool moms who are using it, and sometimes I'll talk to a homeschool mom and she'll say, oh my goodness, our family hated this curriculum because of this, this, and this. There was just too much reading. We, you know, we didn't like all the literature you had to read. But then I think, oh, well, your family hated it, but my family loves to read. So if that's what you hated about it, that's something we love. So even though you hate it, we would probably love it. But a lot of times, you know, when something doesn't work for another family, a lot of times it doesn't work for us. Or if something does work well, it does work for us, especially if the children are similar in their what they like and things like that. Like my family are big readers. We're like a living books family. So um, I actually spend half of my money, my curriculum budget on living books rather than curriculum. Like I don't go by, oh, these are the books we need for this year. I keep all my books. We have a massive home library because whenever I buy books for anything, we just hold on to them. And now my grandsons like to read the books. We're just definitely book people. Here's another example. Like philosophically, I believe that the best way to learn math is with manipulatives. But I'm not 
the kind of person who does that. So I tried, like I owned so many math manipulatives, she would not believe it, but I never used them. So finally, I came to a point in my homeschooling journey where I said, the truth is I can buy this math manipulative curriculum, but I literally will not use it. So I might as well get smart and get something that I will use. And so you need to know yourself as a teacher as well as know your children. So sometimes people will tell me, like my friend Sarah, she's going on all these nature walks and things like this with her kids, which I love. And do I think that's the best way to learn about science? Yes, yes, yes. But will I go through a nature walk through mud and down at the bed of a creek where there are going to be bugs that crawl on my feet and there's going to be dirt that gets on me? I don't think so. So I wish that I was like that. Like I wish I was, you know, more of that kind of nature girl, but I'm just not a nature girl. So I have to know what I will really do. Just because I buy the curriculum will not change who I am and make me do it. Sometimes I bought curriculums that are just not me. Like they're just not the kind of thing I would use and they just sit on the shelves for so long. So that's why I think for me, I learned it's to save money and to, um, you know, get the best deal for my money. I've learned to explore curriculums that I'm interested in on a more in-depth level. And here's some questions that I ask. Is this curriculum attractive to me? And the reason I ask that is I'm definitely a visual person and most of my children are visual. So I always ask myself, is this attractive to me? Is this attractive to my children? Because if it's, you know, not attractive, I'll be less likely to want to use it. And so will my children. But if it has, you know, if it, if it's laid out well, if there's, pictures in it that I really like or the you know there's assignments that look fun there are just things about curriculum that appeal to me visually and to my children and so I do look at that and then does it look easy to use I kind of mentioned things like the math manipulative thing I recommend math manipulatives all the time but it doesn't mean I'm going to use them so is it easy to use and does it fit me, my personality? Is it from a Christian worldview? I am really big on using curriculum from a Christian worldview, especially in the area of science and history, because evolution has so captivated science and Marxism has so captivated history. So history has been rewritten to be a struggle of the poor against the rich. And honestly, that's not what history is all about. That's just the Marxist view of history. And of course, evolution seeps into history. But science is so full of evolution. And I just don't believe that that's scientific or accurate or true. So I teach science from a creationist point of view. And then some of the things that are just touted as good in secular curriculum for English or even just little illustrations in math books, I'm uncomfortable with. I want to give my children a Christian education. Am I going to address the evil in our world? Am I going to address evolution? Am I going to address things that are going on in our culture? Yes, I am, but I'm not going to bombard my children with things that are unwholesome. I want to give my children things 
in their curriculum that are wholesome, that are true. I want to teach my children from a true perspective. So a Christian worldview is very, very important to me. And there are always little subtle things. I've seen curriculum that says that it's Christian, but when you read through it, it contradicts a lot of things that are in the Bible. So when I say Christian, I mean a biblical worldview. So I look for Christian curriculum And all my curriculum is from a Christian worldview, the curriculum that I've created for my children, the curriculum that I sell. And the other thing I look, is the content excellent? Will it expand my children's knowledge, understanding, and wisdom? Because I want to give my children an excellent education, and I'm not willing to sacrifice the biblical worldview for some academic criteria, but I'm not willing to sacrifice the academics for the Christian worldview. So I look for things that are really well written, that contain meat, not just like a little bit of stuff, but I want my children to really learn and have a good, well-rounded education. So we're learning that we plan ahead and we explore curriculum that we like. And then one of the things that In my day, you know, when I got started, there were just a handful of curriculums like a Becca, Rod and Staff, Bob Jones, and some people were doing unit studies. And that was just, wow, you know, I was so attracted to that, but very nervous about it. And that's like a whole nother (laughs) talk I could do. It's really interesting because as time has gone by, of course, I began to sell some of the curriculum I created for my children, some of the Bible studies I created for them. I began to sell them as ebooks, but I never used ebooks. It's just I knew that people were asking me, can you put this in an ebook form? And I was like, okay. But for me, you know, no, I'm so old fashioned. I'm from the other century and I just, I want all print books. But interestingly, as I went through time, I realized that there's certain books that are better as an ebook. For instance, if I'm going to do a lap book with my children, there is no need for me to buy that whole book in print and then have to make copies of certain pages. I might as well just have it be an ebook and just print the pages that I need and we can read everything else off a tablet. I can't believe I'm saying this because I never thought that I would really enjoy using ebooks. And every family is unique. And I have friends who buy my curriculum and they use all ebooks. They would never even think about buying something in print. But like I said, I was just print only for so long. And then over the last several years, I've really learned that ebooks can be such a blessing. And sometimes it's just easier to have an ebook. And even with a textbook, like you can have a textbook ebook. And you can read it out loud from your tablet, or the kids can read it on a tablet. Like I say to myself, it's a different world. (laughs) So anyway, sometimes an ebook would work better with the curriculum and sometimes a print version. For example, I have a series called His Story of the 20th Century, and it has a 500-page textbook, which, to be honest, is heavy. It's heavy to hold and read. And then it has two workbooks, which are around 200 or more pages. One is for middle school, one is for high school. So a lot of people will buy the textbook as an ebook, and they'll buy the workbooks printed. I just think so much can be a blessing when you're thinking about ebooks, 
But then sometimes if you're going to have to print everything up, sometimes it really is cheaper to just buy the print book. So that's something that you definitely need to think about. Don't assume that buying an ebook and then having to print it is going to be cheaper than just buying the print book. Another way to save big on curriculum is to use freebies to explore curriculum or to explore a publisher. Say that you see a publisher that you really like, like Not Grass History, and you think, wow, I really like them, but their textbooks are kind of expensive. How can I get to know a little bit more what they're like without actually buying one of their big textbooks? So that's where you download a freebie and you can, sometimes they have lessons and you can just download the lesson and you can do a lesson with your children and get a feel for what the curriculum is like. I know Homeschool in the Woods is one of my favorite publishers, and they just do these lap books on steroids. That's what I call them. You know, they're just, they call them lap packs, but they're just so fun. And I think I wondered, you know, that looks so fun, but I don't know if I could do it. So they were offering a freebie in their newsletter, and I just downloaded the freebie and tried it out with my kids, and we really liked it. So then I actually ended up purchasing something else um, later on sale. And so I know that for my company, Powerline Productions, every month we offer a freebie to our subscribers, and it's a way for some of them to, maybe they subscribe to our newsletter, but they've never actually bought any curriculum from us, then it's a way for them to use our curriculum or sometimes it's Bible study or a journal or notebooking pages or something like that, they can use that curriculum and they can figure out, do I really like this? Is this something that I want to use? Is this something that I want to do? So that is a great way to learn more about a publisher is to use their freebies and their samples. And I know for the Ultimate Homeschool podcast, which is where our Finish Well podcast is on, the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, they have a newsletter every month. If you subscribe to their newsletter, you get a freebie also every month. If you want to sign up for my newsletter, if you want to sign up for the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast newsletter, all of this is in the show notes. And again, this is seven ways to save big money on curriculum. And it's our episode number 113 of Finish Well podcast. So just all that to tell you that when I'm talking about these things, I have a link in the show notes where you can just push the link and sign up for our newsletter or push the link and sign up for the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast newsletter. Homeschool freebies is something that has been around a long, long time. And they offer some very interesting freebies. Sometimes they offer things that are really old and copyright free. Sometimes it's, it's like something brand new. And I've just gotten amazing things from them that I've added to unit studies and 
that has really been a blessing. So I just want to mention a couple more homeschool giveaways. I love homeschool giveaways. They give a lot of free ebooks, and some of your favorite publishers are on there, like Write Bonnie Rose and things like that. And then there's also some Facebook groups that where you can find freebies. So all of those links are in the show notes. And again, why does that save you money? Because there's nothing worse than buying an expensive curriculum and finding out you don't like it, that it's just hard to use. It doesn't work with your family. So by using samples and freebies from publishers, you kind of get to know the publisher. You get to know how they write, what kind of assignments they give, and things like that. So we are going to take a break and have a word from our sponsor, and we will be right back. History shouldn't be boring. Meredith and Laura have some exciting new ebooks to bring the fun and excitement back into history. Studying the Middle Ages? Get Let's Have Our Own Medieval Banquet and Cook Up Some Fun. Studying Ancient History? How about making some recipes from the Ancient History Cookbook? Or get some creative ideas from Let's Have Our Own Olympic Games or Let's Have Our Own Archaeological Dig. These books are available at Amazon.com. The ebooks are available at powerlineprod.com. Powerline Productions exists to serve you. We want to equip you to be joyful and successful in your homeschooling adventure. Powerline Productions, being world changers, raising world changers. You've been listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Now back to your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, welcome back. We have been talking about seven ways to save big on homeschool curriculum. And I talked about keeping a notebook and kind of jotting like little notes to plan ahead so that you can kind of explore curriculum that you like and be thinking past next year, but a few years past that. So you can be on the lookout for curriculum sometimes for a long time. And then I also talked about using freebies and samples to get to know the publisher and the curriculum. And I really encourage you to try, if you really want to buy a curriculum, use one of the samples and see if you like it and see if it works with you. Now, the next thing is probably you think, well, of course, that's a no-brainer. Watch for sales from your favorite publisher. So once you know what you want to buy, watch for sales for them. I know that one way you can do that is by getting on their newsletter. I know with our newsletter, we offer sales that are just for our subscribers. We do offer bigger sales throughout the years, but we also offer sales and they're just for our subscribers. And we say, okay, it's 4th of July. We want to give you guys two weeks with this coupon code. Everything is 50% off or 40% off. And you can save really big during those kind of sales. Now, I mentioned earlier Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is a very, very expensive Spanish curriculum. It involves speaking. It's all on computer. And so 
you learn how to speak Spanish as well as how to understand it. And they actually tell you if you're pronouncing it correctly. And I love that because when I took Spanish, I got an A in every one of my Spanish classes. And I was in the Spanish Honor Society. And when I went to Mexico and tried to talk in Spanish, they laughed at me because of my pronunciation. And so even though I had taken all that Spanish and I could conjugate all these verbs. So with Rosetta Stone, I thought, I really want to use this curriculum for my kids because this will help them to to not just like learn to read Spanish, which I can do very well, but to actually learn to speak it. But it's super, super expensive. So what I did is I just like kind of researched it a little and then I just started looking for sales and lo and behold do you know where I got a sale from this Groupon there was a Groupon sale on it and so I was able to buy it and I was able to install it on my computer and that was such a blessing another publisher that I really love their sales is YWAM and YWAM will have amazing sales. Now they have this incredible set of biographies, the Christian heroes, and then also like the history heroes. So I like to collect them. And when they have a site-wide sale, I'll get several of the biographies. And another series that they have is the real kids R-E-E-L Kids series. And this series is all about kids that travel to make videos to share the gospel. And they travel all over the world. And it's basically a geography series, but it's so well done. And they do such a good job in the country. So I've always recommended that series for people when they're studying geography. And we've always read through it when we're studying geography. I remember one time buying it, the whole entire set, I think there's like eight books, and the whole set I got for like 60% off or something crazy. So again, it was just knowing I do want this, I'm waiting for the sales. And that's why, you know, use the wish list on publisher sites, use that wish list and chuck it away so that when you see a publisher having a sale, you just go to your wish list and pull up what you want. Alpha Omega, I used to use one or two of their life packs for different things. I never did a class with all their life packs, but there's some single life packs that I really, really liked. There was a couple on the Bible and a couple on Bible geography, and there was one specific life pack that was on how to keep records for a business. So I would get those life packs as I needed them, but in April... They have a really, I can't remember how much of a percentage off it is, but every April they have this great sale, Alpha Omega. Well, I would not just get those few life packs I wanted, but I would find that by getting some of the novels I wanted that I got a great deal on them. And sometimes they had games and different things over the years. So I always checked my little notebook. What am I wanting? What am I wanting to purchase in the future? And I would really take advantage of that sale. Next way to save big is used curriculum sales. I don't really think it's safe for me to go to use curriculum sales because I leave with so much stuff. I just see everything. I am really a bookaholic and even a curriculum. Like I Mike will say, when are you going to use that curriculum? And I'll say, I don't know, but it just looks so interesting. I would love to teach it. So 
if you came to my house, now I have gotten rid of tons of curriculum, but I still have tons of curriculum. It's like so exciting to me. And my children have all graduated. So I'm embarrassed to tell you all that. But when I go to a used curriculum sale, I love it because you can collect textbooks. I've gotten so many math textbooks at used curriculum sales. I've picked up all kinds of things that are really nice nice, especially books like picture books, living books, novels, anything you can think of. And a lot of times I'll just see something and it'll be really in good condition. Now I say, now when I go, I, I pick up all kinds of stuff for my grandchildren as well. And that's really fun. Again, like the ideal way to go to a used curriculum sale is to make a list of what you're looking for and keep your eye out for bargains. And the truth is, you can sometimes get really expensive curriculum that's hardly worn at these sales. They're really, really a blessing. Again, don't just think about the year ahead, but think about the next year, too. Uh, bundle sales. Bundle sales are another way that you can really get very, very expensive curriculum so cheap. In a bundle sale, you can get about 90% off the price of the curriculum. And how do they do that? Well, what they do is they sell everything at such a high volume that even though you're paying just a little, the publishers are still making money because they're selling so many. So for example, you might get $300 worth of high school curriculum and the cost of the bundle, that a bunch of ebooks all bundled together, might be twenty-five or thirty dollars, and so you're getting this amazing discount, and it's at a fraction of the cost. So my favorite bundle sale is Build Your Bundle, and I have been shopping there for years, and I've also been part of the sale. We actually have five books. They're having a sale next week and we actually have five books in it. I can't tell you what it is, what they are right now, because you're not allowed to until the start, sale starts on Monday, May 11th. But um, it's so it's such a blessing because one of the things that I've been able to do, because not only can you like they'll have an elementary bundle, a unit study bundle, a homemaking bundle, a high school bundle, they'll have all these different bundles and the bundles have really good stuff in them. Like it's not just like, oh, the stuff no one wanted. This is like people's best stuff. So it's really exciting. But what else you can do is you can put together your own bundle. You can pick and choose from different things and put together your own bundle. So I remember one year I was thinking, I'm just going to put together a bundle of things that I'm really interested in, but just not sure about. And it only cost me $20 or $25. And I got like 15 things and just all these different things. And I was so excited because I really got to explore a lot of different curriculum and I ended up using most of it. So that was really cool. And build your bundle, these bundle sales are a great way to purchase curriculum, especially if you like ebooks. If you're an ebook person, this is definitely the way to go because ebooks are so nice. They're easy to store compared to regular curriculum, but I really have been impressed. They have so much of just so many excellent 
resources in these sales. I just, I'm always blown away. This year, if you're interested in the Build Your Bundle sale, it starts next Monday. And, well, actually the day this show airs, it has started. So I, I can tell you what's in it. We have a God's Girls, we have three high school classes. We have a God's Girls class, a motherhood class. We have a high school English class in it, Foundations of Western Literature. And we have an Old Testament survey class in it. We also have a couple of books in the elementary age bundle. We've got Let's Have Our Own Luau. And that's actually for all ages. And then we also have another resource for all ages, 20th Century Cookbook, which is part of our History of the 20th Century Collection. So it's, you know, it's really exciting that it's part of it. So that is basically what we have in the Build Your Bundle. And if you're interested, there is a link in the show notes and you can just click on it. It will take you, click on one of the books at the bottom and it'll take you right there. And also under bundle sales, where it says build your bundle, if you click on there, it'll take you right to the sale and you can check it out. And that is a great way to save big on curriculum. So anyway, I've given you a lot of tips and I hope that they are a blessing for you. You notice I was talking about curriculum, so I didn't go into books. You know, I mean, of course, with books, there's used bookstores and there's all this other stuff. And books are a wonderful part of homeschooling and they're great resources to teach with. I wanted to focus on curriculum and I hope these tips will really help you to be able to look for sales, to be able to find things that you need. And a final thing, this is a bonus because it's not in the notes, but a final thing is one thing that we've done is trade curriculum. So say I own a curriculum and I do want to hold on to it because I'm going to use it in a few years and someone else owns a curriculum and they want to hold on to it, but we both want to use each other's curriculum for the next school year. We just trade it and then we trade it back. Now, the dangerous thing about that is if you rip the pages or spill something on it, you know, it makes you feel really bad or then you kind of feel like you have to replace it. So make sure that you have all that ironed out beforehand. But that can be a great way to use a curriculum for free. And of course, that has to be non-consumable things. It can't be like a workbook, you know, or something like that. I hope all these ideas will really be a blessing and that you will be able to save a lot of money on your homeschool curriculum. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter and we'll look forward to talking to you soon. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.